Until it overflows You are holy You are holy I will lift my voice to you And sing it with the angels You are holy You are holy We will offer you our praise In a mighty cause You are holy You are holy Wonderful in all your ways Holy you are holy Lord Thank you Lord Jesus We bless you Lord afternoon good evening welcome to today's episode of musings with jesus my name is shola i'm your host um that was a song by i really don't know who sang it but let me just check it's sung by for him mm-hmm. i mean it's an artist it's called for him i really did that it was 2000 that words really long ago but it's it's just it just dropped in my heart this morning and i just had to lift it to the lord because it it's a song that just you know it's just captures what i'm feeling right now and my my reflection and musing about god and you know he's just holy and i'm in awe of his grace and his mercy you know i i spoke the other day about a notable miracle that has happened in my life and in my space and why it is remarkable to me is that i had gotten to the point where I had, I was like, I had got, you know, where the Bible describes the three Hebrew children, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. So in Daniel 3, where um, we read about the three Hebrew children, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, where the king Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon had built this golden um, idol and had commanded that golden image, and well, it's an idol anyway, and he'd commanded that everybody should bow down and worship that idol and they called you know and it was found that you know so the, so the decree was that when every man shall hear the sound of the cornets the flute the harp you know different types of instruments they will fall down wherever they are and they would worship the golden image and the, the king then decreed this is daniel chapter 3 starting from verse 8 the, de- the king decreed that whosoever doesn't fall down and worship that um, idol would be cast into the midst of a burning fiery furnace and um, verse 12 says that there were certain Jews whom um, he had set over the affairs of the province of Babylon Shadrach Meshach and Abednego and you know some people went to report to the king that these men did not regard the king's coven, um, commandment they didn't serve his gods and they didn't worship the golden image which Nebuchadnezzar had set up so the king in his rage and his fury commanded them to people to bring Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And when they were brought before the king, the king then said to them, Is it true, you know, O Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you do not serve my gods, neither do you worship the golden image which I have set up? And he says, Now, if you be ready at this time when you hear the sound of all the instruments, so he was giving them a last chance, a final chance to fall down and worship the image. And he says, If you have done that, all well and good, you know, all's forgotten. But if you do not worship, worship that image, you will be in the same hour cast into the midst of a burning fiery furnace 
and who is that God that will deliver you out of my hands? <laughs> oh Lord, what what did about the devil is that he knows how to he knows how to boast, you know, just brag over things he doesn't have the power to do. But when you see the the level of the bragging, you you you'll be convinced, very convincing brag. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Very convincing. Just like how uh, uh, Goliath was bragging, you know, you know, he cost them. Who are you? I am, you know, so much. So if if you listen to that bragging and you allow, you know, you, the bragging is very convincing, but it is just a brag. It, you know, there is no, it is a brag, because at the end of the day, they are not God. They are not the creator. They are not the alpha. They are not the omega. They are creatures just like us. Every single one of them. The devil too was created. The Bible talks about the day in which he was created in Ezekiel 28. So his knowledge and all of that started from the day God created him. What happened before in the dateless past, he does not know. What What is going to happen after him? Also, he is not aware of it. And what God has in his mind concerning the universe, he's alienated from it so at the end of the day a lot of what he says is just deceptive lies and very confident bragging just like this king said who is the god that will deliver you out of my hands can you imagine and i I mean really and let's let's just see how the story went so the king now i want to focus on verse 16 to 18 which is what the three hebrew children replied and i'm going to circle this back to myself in a in a moment I'm, i'm i'm getting i will soon get there so in verse 16, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O oh, Nebuchadnezzar, we are not careful to answer you in this matter. In other words, we are not going to be diplomatic in how we respond to you in this matter. He says, If it be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of your hand, O king. But if not, be it known unto thee, O king, that we will not serve your gods nor worship the golden image which you have set up. I have been very much inspired by the story of these three Hebrew children because honestly, I think I have come to the place, let me not say I think, I have come to the place where I think I believe, strongly believe, and in fact I know in my in my inner Noah, as like some people would say, you know, I know that there is a fundament, there's something wrong with how would I, oh Lord, give me Holy Spirit, give me the words. I will, I will pray. Ha, oh, I, it was coming to be okay. The, 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 so let me read it again. If it be, if it be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace and he will deliver us out of thine hand, O king. But if not, be it known unto thee, O king, that we will not serve your gods nor worship the golden image which you have set up. Now, I have come to the place where I resonate and I understand what they are saying. Because I think hanging my relationship with God on whether my prayers are answered or not is a misnomer. It should not be. Because, and I've said this on other podcasts, but let's just say that in this situation that I was faced with, I had to get to that point where... I was able to say in fact i had purposed in my heart i was determined i had made up my mind that god i knew that god was able to deliver us out of this situation but i said even if for any reason he will not what i know that he will do is that he will give us the grace to go through it so i was i had removed my emotions and my expectation from 
how God was going to deliver me, if God was going to deliver me, when he was going to deliver me, but rather looking unto him for grace to pass through and for his will to be done and for his name to be glorified. So I was not, and it, it's a journey. I, I, it took me, is this past, and this, I think this podcast records that journey more than anything because this, if, if you listen to what I was saying in the year 2020, the tone and my language in 2021, you know, it, it, you could, you can see the progression. And by 2022, you know, God had really cemented that work in me. And it's funny because I've always been inspired by the story of these um, Hebrew children, but I wouldn't say that I had, I didn't understand what it means, what it meant to be like that. But just listen, let's talk about these Hebrew children for a while and look at this. So the king said to them that, who, would, who is the God that will deliver you out of my hands? For me, it's even immaterial that God showed up, you know. Thank God that he did. Because I think it's a, it's a, it's a much, that's why we're reading it. That's why it was recorded in the Bible. Perhaps if it didn't show up, you know, maybe they would have recorded it. Maybe they would not have. But the Bible does record some things like that. So it may have been recorded. But the fact that God then showed up and that there was a fourth man in the fire. And that eventually the... Um, the Hebrew men had to be taken out of the fire and then, you know, it was then realized that, oh my goodness, if, if God glorified himself in that situation and, you know, the king was astonished and all them, they brought them out and then the king then made a decree, you know, that every nation, nobody should speak anything against the God of Shadrach and Meshach and all of that. But the point was that these Hebrew children did not know and I like the fact that they didn't also brag and start saying, God will deliver us, nothing will happen to us. They just said, he is able because that's the truth and there is a very iconic message about prayer here which is that there are things that god god has the ability to deliver us from any situation is the truth whether he will have the will and the, whether he will be able to or whether he will whether he will be opportune to whether he will in fact that's what they would say they said and he will deliver us and he will deliver us out of their hand okay but if not in other words if he is if he is if he does not deliver us if it's for any reason does not deliver us out of your hand be it known unto thee that we will not serve your gods nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up if i want to see that in my own um, modern day language what i'll be saying is well i know that my god is the god that i serve is able to deliver me from this situation that i am in but even if for any reason it does not happen the way I imagine, be it known unto thee, O um, Prince of the world, I will not serve you, neither will I worship any golden image that you have set up, neither will I lose my faith in God, I will continue to serve him, be it known unto thee. And I honestly think that, anyways, let me just talk about, so this is where I had gotten to. Let me say that. I honestly think that every believer needs to get to this place that these three Hebrew children got to. In any every situation, any situation, any situation of our life, we need to get to this point when we can say this in spirit and in truth and we mean it. Now, it doesn't mean that, and I think this is not something that you say, oh, once you've said it, that means you've arrived or, you know, you will not be challenged, challenged or tested in this way, in a different way. But I mean, the Hebrew children said this in this situation. So as far as I'm concerned, and I think as far as God is concerned, they passed the trial with flying colors. There will be other tests and challenges as well on very little levels. They may be even concerning things in the home, things concerning their own personal life. 
I remember, I mean, um, the story of Paul, where Paul said a, a, a messenger of Satan was said to buffet him. We don't know what that messenger of Satan was. And he said, um, three times he besought the Lord for it to depart from him. And God said unto him, my grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. So we don't know how that story ended, whether eventually there was a time lag and eventually um, God delivered him or whether he just learned to live you know with it or in you know subject you know overcome it through faith we we really don't know what happened but all we know is that god gave him the grace to pass through for for the three hebrew boys god gave them the courage to stand against the, the king and then he actually delivered them from that situation brought them out from the fire but what we have in both cases are people you know who did not because so paul did not say because that messenger of satan you know did not depart from him he had to go to god once twice and three times he didn't because of that now say okay that means that god doesn't love me maybe what I'm, this god i'm serving is not really true maybe i should go and look for help somewhere else that was not even on the cards <laughs> you know what i'm saying so he was very much in that space where the three Hebrew children in this story in Daniel 3 were, where they were like, you are able to deliver me from this, but if you are not, if you will not, or you do not, or for some reason it doesn't happen, I will go on with my life with you anyways. I will continue to work with you, and I will trust that you will deliver me out of this somehow, or you will give me the grace to go through. Which is more or less what these Hebrew children were saying. I think that this is the secret, I believe, I now believe, that this is the secret to answered prayers because in so doing first of all you challenge god with your faith and then god realizes that you are in this for the long haul you are in it for eternity and that you are not with him because of what you will get and that you truly believe the bible says that the father is looking for them that will worship him in spirit and in truth He's not looking for fair-weather friends or fair-weather children or fair-weather sons and daughters. He's looking for people that will stand with him through thick and thin, in fat and in lean times, in season and out of season, in summer, in winter, in springtime, in rainy season, in hamatan, in dry season, in tornadoes, in hurricanes, in storms. He's looking for people that he will ride the storms with, that he will climb the mountains with, he will pass the oceans with, he will go to the depths of the sea with, people that will walk through the grave with him, that will walk through the valley of the shadow of death with God, that will walk through the fire. If it be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of thine hand, O King. But if not, be it known unto you that we will not serve your gods, neither will we worship the golden image which thou hast set up. What they were saying was an affirmation of faith. We will not lose our faith in God because of you, because of this situation, because of your decree. This is the pinnacle of true worship, of faith that is beyond what we can see. After all, what would it have caused these people to fall down and worship that idol? So we will not bow, we will not serve, we will not worship. They knew that this was a spiritual test. 
and they took it with the seriousness that we should all take a spiritual test. And for many of us today, it may not be a golden image, but it may be alternatives that the devil is bringing before us, alternatives to trusting God, plan B's and plan C's, you know. But for me, what is most important, because I think many times we pressure ourselves into saying, oh, we must, I must increase my faith so that God will do this thing for me. Whereas, what you really need to do is build your faith in what, or rather, what I really, what I found that was really helpful for me was not trying to increase my faith to one level that I can't even quantify, but rather just resting in God's ability to deliver me, but also knowing that even if he would not, or for any reason it does not manifest, or it doesn't happen in the way that I would have liked, I will not serve any other God. I will not worship any golden image. I will not lose my faith. Rather, I will praise, thank, worship, love him even more. Look for opportunities. So in other words, the answers to my prayers and my relationship with God running on two separate tracks. No interface other than when God chooses to answer the prayers in the way that he does. That's, well, it's helpful for my relationship, but even if for any reason it doesn't happen the way that he, I would have wanted, it does not derail my relationship. So, I have said it, they were running on the same, my relationship with God and my prayer life, um, answers to prayers were running on the same track before. I have not put them on separate tracks. Let the prayer track be going on its own. Relationship track going on its own. I am not joining the two. Because my relationship with God is based on one, the word of God, the understanding that God has given to me, the experience that I have with him, the relationship, the fellowship, the communion, who he is in my life, the dependence, interdependency that I have, the dependence that I have on him, my helplessness without him, and because he loved me first, the love that he has shown me. And I've said it before on this podcast, even if God does not do anything for me again, until from now till when I pass. And when I said it, I hadn't even received this notable miracle. Because this one now, I don't even know how to thank him. As in, I'm speechless. I have not been able to thank him. You know, I don't know. All the people I have now, when God bless them, they go into prophecy. And they, I, I don't know what to say. I'm, I'm, I'm in shock. So I will just say, please, if you're listening to this podcast, please help me just say thank God for the notable miracle that you've given to Shala, you know, and because I am unable to thank him. I am unable because I'm, 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 I'm just in shock. I'm like, God, how will I, what have I done to deserve this? Who am I that you've shown me such grace and mercy? I would have continued worshiping you anyway. I was, you know what I'm saying? I, I was... Because you, you stood by me through it all, you've comforted me, you've guided me, you've strengthened me, you've helped me find meaning, even in, in, in pain. And, you know, so that was enough for me. I am glad, though, that you answered the prayers because you have given an opportunity for a life to know you afresh and to see you as you really are. And for many to come to you through that life. For that I am grateful. I am so grateful. And I pray that this good work that you have begun, that you, O oh Lord, will perfect it, perform it, even unto the day of the coming of the Lord, that the fowls of the air 
the birds no one will be able to touch that which you have begun that seed that you have planted by your divine power that it will be watched over it will be watered it will increase it will grow into full majority unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of christ your name will be glorified in that life in that generation to the fourth generation to families of families of families of families to households of households of households of households to communities to communities of communities to nation of nations of nations to universes of universes thank you father lord god for you are holy you are holy only you are holy lord you are wonderful in all your ways only you are holy you are holy you are holy i will lift my voice to you and sing it with the angels you are holy you are holy we will offer you our praise in a mighty chorus you are holy you are holy wonderful in all your ways only you are holy lord god bless you everyone thank you very much for listening stay lifted and have a wonderful day in the name of our lord and savior jesus christ amen Thank you.